first things first, happy birthday, Alex and Belen. Today is Alex's birthday, my nephew, and his mom, my sister, Belen's birthday was two days ago on the 5th. So happy birthday to you and happy birthday to you. I love you so much and miss you so. So with that being said, welcome to another episode of One Day at a Time. It's been a long time since I've said that. So welcome. I hope you're having a good start of this week. And it's not too hard. We need to stay positive. So I'm feeling a little bit under the weather since yesterday. And I decided that I want to indulge myself because... I feel that if I indulge myself and talk about something that brings me a lot of joy, I think that's gonna it's gonna spread out and you're gonna hear the joy in my voice because I'm talking about something that brings me so much joy and that can actually help bring you joy. Hmm. Lucia's Library Monday. Lucia's library is open, and we're going to start with Stephen King, Billy Summers. Are you ready? Are you ready for it? One day at a time. I love that Billy Summers is the first book that I read this year in 2022, and it's my book number 22 from my Stephen King's reading list that's cute I love coincidences so to start off Billy Summers is not a horror novel it's a crime novel in which Billy is a hired assassin in the first part at least he we read the story of Billy getting hired by this group of people and just going through that job of killing the target but whilst he's doing that he starts doubting that the people that hired him are gonna let him live so he starts planning a new way out without telling them and once the hit is done he goes into hiding So he sort of disappears. I find it so fascinating how calculating Billy can be. And how he can cover every aspect of what can go wrong. Very woman-like, let me tell you. We women like to see every scenario that can come out of one interaction And Billy is really much like that. He's very analytical and he calculates and just thinks about outcomes. In this second part where he is disappearing, he's surprised that he wants to continue the work that he started in the first part while he was setting and planning his killing job. As his cover, he passes as a writer, so he starts writing his his experience as a marine in the Middle East. And he gets really caught up in that. And we can read a bunch of pages that he wrote. Probably all of it. 
using it sort of as a therapy. He's dealing with things that he wasn't, he never wanted to revisit. And writing it becomes really cathartic for him. In the meantime, he's hiding, right? And he meets this woman, not because she wants to, but because she's being dropped off as dead in front of his house during a huge rainstorm. And he saves her. He brings her in his house and nourishes her back to health. She was roofied and raped and just horrible things were done to her. So you have this assassin in the first part of this story nourishing to health and caring for someone in the second part. How can Stephen King write a person so polarizing and that behaves one way and then behaves so differently? The layers of of stories and how much Stephen King creates connections between the characters that he writes and the experience, the human experiences that everyone goes through. I just find it magical and it widens my way of seeing things, of listening to people's stories, just accepting others' experiences. Because even though they're so different from mine, it's inevitable to feel connected to another human somehow. And it's Stephen King's words that do that. So Billy Summers end the book avenging himself. And he becomes a little bit of a martyr because he goes back all the way to the people that hired him to do the killing because they were actually the bad people. And he's not getting paid what he was promised and what he signed up for. And just kills them all. The woman that he saved saves herself and finishes Billy's story. Oh, it's so sad. The ending got me crying like a like a crier that I am. And I have no idea if you're going to understand any of this, but let me tell you something. It's a wonderful book. It tells you realities that are hard to read because it's hard to imagine that they could be real. There aren't many supernatural or fantastic shades in this book, which is, in my opinion, not my favorite thing because I really, really like the element of fantasy and supernatural, but it still feels like it's too crazy to be real or to be true. And real life can overshadow fiction so many times. Right now we're living in a reality that feels like fiction. So what this book leaves me with is a sense that anyone can change paths and do better. And try to redeem their mistakes and work on being better.
and that sometimes all we need is one person to change the course of things. So how was it? How was that? Was that fun? Does that make sense? Okay. If it does, great. I'm happy. If it doesn't, oh well then, I'm going to get better. Because Lucia's Library Monday will come back. Lucia out.